The information presented in this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not medical advice. This podcast should not replace or substitute speaking with your healthcare professional. Your healthcare professional is the best source for medical information. Always consult your care team with any questions or concerns regarding your individual medical condition. Hello, my name is Gina, and welcome to MPN Voices Out Loud, a podcast series brought to you by the voices of MPN. MPN Voices Out Loud is part of an education and awareness initiative developed by Insight Corporation to raise awareness in support of individuals impacted by myeloproliferative neoplasms, or MPNs, which are a group of rare chronic blood cancers. We're joined today by two special guests. Dr. Christina Gowan, an MPN expert who is also Assistant Professor of Medicine in the Division of Hematology-Oncology at the University of Arizona Cancer Center, and renowned comic book artist J.G. Jones, who was diagnosed with an MPN over a decade ago. Some of our listeners today may recognize Dr. Gowan and J.G. from a previous NPN Voices Out Loud podcast, which focused primarily on J.G.'s MPN journey from his initial polycythemia vera, or PV, diagnosis to the experience of having his PV transform into myelofibrosis, or MF. Our podcast audience can read about J.G.'s story and view his illustrations by visiting voicesofnpn.com rare. This episode highlights Dr. Gowan's experience as an MPN expert. She also provides an overview of common MPN symptoms and the importance of finding an MPN specialist. Dr. Gowan is presenting on behalf of and is being compensated by Insight Corporation. Before we get started, I want to remind our listeners that this podcast reflects the opinions of an MPN expert and is not medical advice. The information shared in this podcast should not replace a conversation with your healthcare professional who is the best source of medical information about your individual diagnosis and management plan. Now, let's hear from J.G. and Dr. Gowan. My name's J.G. Jones. I've been working in comics for about 25 years, and I'm trying to use those talents right now to tell the stories of other MPN patients my name's Christina Gowan. I am an assistant professor of medicine at the University of Arizona Cancer Center with special interest in myeloproliferative neoplasms, as well as integrative oncology. Since MPNs are considered to be rare diseases, it's possible that we have a few listeners today who are new to the NPN landscape. Since Dr. Gowan is actually a specialist in this field, she's going to give us a brief overview of what MPNs are and talk to us a little bit about some of the challenges faced by this patient population. We should perhaps start at the beginning of the definition of what a myeloproliferative neoplasm really is. And of course, short is NPN. NPNs are a group of rare chronic blood cancers, including polycythemia vera or PV, essential thrombocythemia, or ET, and myelofibrosis, or MF. MPNs are characterized by too many or too few blood cells, red blood cells, white blood cells, platelets, an enlargement of the spleen, and really importantly, a diffuse constellation of symptoms, this, this concept of symptom burden. 
in uh, myeloproliferative neoplasms has become really apparent and in the literature these days that is symptom burden are just as important as the blood counts uh, that are associated with the disease. Do MPNs progress in the same way for everyone? Everyone has their own path with NPN, but it is important to know the symptoms of progression, both the symptoms and the changes in blood counts, so that both patients and caregivers can really be part of the healthcare team in identifying progression as it occurs. What are some of the common symptoms in MPNs? So MPN symptoms can truly vary widely, and some people will have severe MPN symptoms, while others may have no symptoms at all. So it's important if you or someone you care about is experiencing new or worsening symptoms to talk with your healthcare professional. And that's because, as we mentioned, MPNs are progressive conditions, which means that they can change or even worsen over time. And this is why keeping track of things like changes in your symptoms can play such a vital role in advocating for your own health. I think one of the challenges in NPN diagnosis is the symptoms are pretty ubiquitous. Some of the symptoms include fatigue, headaches, dizziness, but lots of other symptoms are are present. It's like pruritus or itchiness of the skin, particularly with warm showers, which I know you've expressed difficulty with concentration, uh, flushing of the skin, bone pain, swelling of the abdomen, early satiety or feeling full quickly. All of these things can potentially be symptoms of NPN. A lot of the symptoms can look like something else. So it's really important to pay attention to how many different symptoms you have and keep track of them. And I think that helps a lot towards getting a proper diagnosis. And also not being afraid to talk about some of the the harder symptoms with your healthcare practitioner, like depression, even sexual dysfunction. And so I think we'd like to kind of, you know, raise the importance of going ahead and talking about those important topics with your hematologist. Remember, it's important to pay close attention to your symptoms. Be sure to talk with your healthcare professional about any new or changing symptoms you experience. Can we talk a little bit about why you think it's important that people know about MPNs and educate themselves about MPNs? Absolutely. So MPNs are truly a, a rare disorder. And so I think it's because it's so rare, it's not a common disorder that primary care physicians see or even, even the, the hematologist perhaps is seeing on a routine basis. And so by raising awareness, I think it brings it to the forefront when a, say, a, a complete blood count comes back and there's elevated platelets or a high hemoglobin, you know, oh, maybe I should be thinking about this rare chronic blood cancer NPNs. Just a reminder that these rare disorders are out there. Talking to some other people that uh, share these diseases, I find that a lot of them tell me getting a diagnosis was one of the hardest parts because not every general practitioner is all that familiar with this suite of diseases. And the more you know, the better off you are and the faster you can get a diagnosis. And I think the other important reason to raise awareness is not just about the diagnosis, that it's not just blood counts. And so raising awareness about the concept of symptom burden and tracking symptoms over time, I think, is essential. 
Why do you think it's important for patients and their caregivers to be their own health advocates? I think it's important for patients to understand what are the things that we're looking out for. That, you know, although they may have a phenomenal healthcare provider, just to be sure that if there are changes, you're also looking out, you know what those changes potentially could be. You also know your own symptom better than anyone. It's not about just, you know, showing up to your doctor's office, but it's also about what are the aspects that you can do as a patient to complement your own health and wellness. You also had talked about education and, and arming yourself with the knowledge of surrounding the diagnosis. Are there any other tools or techniques that you have had as you've progressed through this kind of long journey that you've had with NPN that have helped you to feel empowered and, and um, in control of the diagnosis? Well, I always believe that old mantra that knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. And I feel that I always have a better grasp on the disease when I know what's going on. That allows me to relieve my stress because now I know how to handle things, how to deal with them what the next steps are. It's when you don't know what's going on. That's the terrifying time. Right. Uh, but when you know what you're up against and what you have to do, then it's just a matter of doing it. So for patients that are newly diagnosed, I think education around the disease is particularly key. Setting that foundation, the understanding of the disease itself, the dynamic nature of the disease, how are we monitoring the disease is critical. And then as patients are kind of progressing through their journey, what I think becomes more critical, or as at least equally critical, is to understand the potential for transformation. How does that look in the laboratory analysis? How does that look in symptom burden? And how can they ensure that they're helping their physician capture those elements? And then as well as Again, focusing on the aspects of their care that they can contribute to, such as their wellness and health behaviors, diet, exercise, smoking cessation, losing weight if they're obese, having uh, stress reduction strategies. All of that is really more for the kind of the chronic NPN patient after they've already established their diagnosis because it's a lot to take in. It's all about setting the foundation and understanding and then really working on, on the other aspects as you move along. I'd like to thank Dr. Gowan and JG for reminding us how important it is for MPN patients to truly understand their individual conditions and to get to a point where they can start to recognize if and when things start to change, meaning that they notice if their MPN seems to be progressing or getting worse. It could even transform into another condition. I think that having that knowledge can really empower someone to speak up on their own behalf. And I think that's what we're talking about when we say how important it is to be your own advocate. As Dr. Gowan pointed out, NPNs are progressive diseases, which means that they're known to get worse with time or even transform into another, potentially more serious condition. So to her earlier point, taking an active part in monitoring your symptoms, your blood counts, and even the frequency of certain medical procedures can make a huge difference in enabling someone to have meaningful discussions with their care team. I also think that the concept of tracking your MPN is something that would have equal value to both a newly diagnosed MPN patient 
as well as someone who has been living with their condition for some time. Because as we've already said, MPNs can change. For example, even if you've had PV for years, it can eventually become more advanced, and it could even transform into myelofibrosis, another type of NPN. So when you know what's normal for you, you can more easily identify when something seems different. Having that knowledge really can be empowering. Our podcast audience can actually check out our online MPN tracker tool at voicesofmpn.com tracking. Dr. Gowan really seems to have a deep and empathetic understanding of this patient population. Let's find out what inspired her to become an MPN specialist. My first passion was really just for oncology patients. And, and that was because during my training as an internal medicine resident, it became very apparent that it was with cancer patients that you truly can build these really deep relationships with and a deep level of trust. And you're not just building relationships with the patient, but also with their entire family. And it's truly a journey that you go on with your patients in cancer care. And I, I fell in love with that journey. I think NPNs, it really highlights that journey because of the progressive nature of the NPN diagnosis. You, you have a lot of opportunity for discussion, a lot of time to talk about ways to complement their health and wellness. And you really almost become, you know, their primary doctor in a lot of ways. Because myeloproliferative neoplasms are truly a rare constellation of uh, cancers, it's critically important to be talking to a, a physician, a hematologist who is well-versed in NPNs and their diagnosis and their symptom management and tracking of the symptoms. If you are, are not readily accessible to be seeing an NPN specialist all the time, it's perfectly fine to have a community physician who I'm sure is phenomenal, but be checking in periodically with an NPN specialist because they may have something unique to offer a unique perspective um, on the diagnosis and uh, management of the disease. Dr. Gowan just shared some great information. So we've heard the word MPN specialist mentioned a few times already, and I've got something for our podcast listeners to think about. How do you know if someone is an MPN specialist? Isn't every hematologist-oncologist also an MPN specialist? Well, as many of you know, oncologists are cancer specialists, and hematologists specialize in disorders of the blood, and that can include MPNs. But not every hematologist-oncologist is an MPN specialist. MPNs are considered rare diseases, so not every healthcare professional in the hematology-oncology field has had experience diagnosing and treating them. An MPN specialist has experience with these conditions and understands the unique needs of MPN patients. So what's the benefit of seeing one? Well, maybe your current doctor has limited experience with MPNs. Or maybe you want another opinion about your diagnosis or care management plan. Or maybe you just want more information about your MPN symptoms from someone who knows what to look for. As an MPN specialist herself, Dr. Gowan works primarily with MPN patients. I understand that she also takes a very holistic approach to MPN care, focusing on caring for the mind, body, and spirit of the MPN patient. Let's hear a little bit about her unique approach to MPN care. 
Yes, integrative medicine is really the combination of Western kind of precision-based medicine, the best of that, complemented by the best of all of our complementary and lifestyle medicine modalities. Treat the whole patient. It empowers the patient because it's something that they can do and focus on to promote their wellness. So I think that really it gives something for patients to do on a daily basis to promote their health and wellness, which many of my patients definitely appreciate. I like that because I think that it gives the patient a feeling that they have some control over their life, but they are the subject of their own life. Mm-hmm. They're writing their own story. Exactly. Yeah. Not having it written for them. So then why is it so important for patients living with an MPN to establish a good relationship with their care team? Patients really need to feel comfortable to discuss the symptom burden with their caregivers and with their healthcare team. And by not communicating those symptoms, they're really doing themselves a disservice as far as getting appropriately diagnosed. Sure. I know that a lot of patients don't share information because they feel like they're complaining or exaggerating, but it's kind of crucial to put everything out on the table. Otherwise, you could easily miss something. You know, I definitely have those patients where I know that that's their, their personality, so I have to like be digging for every little symptom. Is there anything else you'd like to say about how you would advise a person to maintain communication with their doctor? as this relationship changes and things to look out for? Mm. Yeah, communication is so, so key. And since we are, we're kind of delving into the topic about integrative medicine, I think we should comment on how important it is to discuss that with your hematologist. That's a great point. You could actually be doing something that could be harming. Detrimental, exactly. So important to be communicating that. As Dr. Gowan just explained, the concept of integrative care for MPN patients makes a lot of sense. Not only does it offer a holistic approach to wellness, but it also empowers the patient to take an active and vocal role in their own MPN journey. Paying close attention to your body and listening to what it's saying and keeping track of that information, well, that's really useful information. And having that knowledge can help patients speak up for themselves, become their own advocate, and start meaningful conversations with their care team. And it can also help them ensure that their current MPN management approach is the right one for them. Because things can change over time, your questions and concerns as a newly diagnosed MPN patient may be very different than someone who has lived with an MPN for years. These are progressive diseases, as Dr. Gowan had said, so it's important to pay attention to your body over time, to always be tracking, to always be learning, to always be communicating with your healthcare professional through ongoing conversations about your condition. I want to circle back to tracking for a moment and remind our podcast audience, whether they use an online tracking tool or a diary or journal that you make notes in, tracking your MPN is a really important way to self-monitor. Over time, how your MPN might be changing. And for anyone who is interested in trying a free online tracker tool that's specific to your MPN, you can get started by visiting voicesofmpn.com slash tracking. I'm curious about how JG, as the patient, approached his MPN journey. Let's listen to him tell us a little bit about what inspired him to learn about his condition and to become an advocate for himself. 
Getting a diagnosis was actually a relief because I had had all of these strange symptoms that I did not understand what was going on. So once I had a diagnosis, then I had a project to work on and I could approach it just like any of my other projects. My health is another one of my projects. So I make sure I make time for it, budget my time, pay attention to the details, do my research. I do a lot of research when I work on any of my own projects and comics. So I did a lot of research into MPNs and my particular MPN and not just mine, but what can it transform into and what are the signs of that? So I not only did a lot of my own research, I asked my doctors where were good places to look for research. So I know that they have other patients and can't sit there and tell me everything in all of the literature, but to get some guideposts about where to go was really helpful. You've spoken before on keeping a positive mental attitude, and that's really helped you mm. throughout your journey. Is there any other kind of thoughts that you want to give along the journey um, that helped you along? So I like to exercise as much as possible. That helps a whole lot just to clear my head out, eating well, paying attention. You need to not only pay attention to your changes in your disease, but pay attention to your life around you, the people in your life. You're not just a disease. You're a person. What are you doing for you? So you had mentioned your wife as being phenomenally supportive and a wonderful caregiver throughout your process. So can you speak to the importance of that and, and why you think it's so, so critical for an MPN patient to have a caregiver and a support system around them? My wife, Dawn, has been there with me the whole way, and she knows as much or more about my disease than I do. She keeps amazing notes and goes to all of my checkups with me. And she just really, it's somebody I can talk to about what's going on and someone who understands the changes that are going on. I'm kind of an overview guy. I see all the big picture, but she always sees the little picture, the things that I might overlook. She keeps up with everything I miss and everything that she may miss, I'm on top of. So I bring her articles to read, and she keeps track of all my blood counts and um, every appointment we went to so that we can go back in and have a strong grasp of where we are in the disease. Absolutely. And I, I think you hit upon something that I, I find really, really important is having that caregiver in the exam room with you, escorting you to visits, because there's just so much dialogue back and forth. And particularly if there's new management strategies, talking about those management strategies and understanding all the nuances is, is a lot to take in as a patient. And having another set of ears in the room is just priceless, because when you go home, it's somebody else. It's a sounding board. Absolutely. We always have a big debrief over the kitchen table when <laughs> right. we get home. What happened? What did we learn? Right. What are the next steps? Dr. Gowan, as a physician, what do you wish you were asked more often by patients with MPNs? What I really wish patients would ask is, what can I do to complement my care? What can I do myself to impact my own health and wellness? And I think that really opens the door to really start discussing some of the other things that we can really do 
talking about diet, exercise, and what are some of the stress reduction strategies that are personalized for that patient? Because I'm, I'm an integrative medicine oncologist that I bias to that already. Thank you, Dr. Gowan. I think it's really important to raise awareness so people recognize what's going on with these rare diseases. And that's pretty much why I decided to get involved with um, Insights, Rare Reflections, MPNs, a mass program. So I wanted to bring to life the stories and journeys of other MPN patients and learn how they're dealing with it and their ups and downs, their daily lives. And to illustrate that, pretty much to show that you're not alone, everyone is unique and has a different path. And also, it's just really fun to talk to these people. They're great. I'd like to thank both JG and Dr. Gowan for sharing so much helpful and inspiring information about the NPN journey and the importance of being an informed and empowered patient with an NPN. Our podcast audience can read more about JG's story and view his illustrations by visiting the Rare Reflections NPN's Unmasked Gallery at voicesofmpn.com slash rare. You can also register to receive helpful patient support materials and educational resources specific to each of the three NPNs, PV, MF, and ET, by visiting voicesofmpn.com slash register. Please check out and subscribe to the MPN Voices Out Loud podcast by visiting mpnvoicesoutloud.com. Thanks for joining us today and for allowing us to loudly raise our voices in support of the MPN community. This podcast is brought to you by Insight Corporation. Voices of MPN is a registered trademark of Insight. Copyright 2020, Insight Corporation.